welcome to the Bippity Boppity Basics Podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a magical twist. I'm your host, Caitlin May, and I'm a self-proclaimed Disney adult and childless millennial who is obsessed with Harry Potter, Florida sunshine, and all things basic. Here on the podcast, I chat weekly about everything Disney, Harry Potter, theme park news, and navigating my basic late 20s life. Welcome back, Magical Basics. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. I am extremely excited for you to listen to this episode. This week's guest was so much fun to talk to and hang out with, and I can't wait for you to hear from her. But first, here is the Bippity Boppity broadcast. So let's get started in Disney World. Indoor meet and greets will be back at the beginning of November. It will be distanced conversations and photographs and unfortunately no autographs or hugs just yet, but this is such a good step in the right direction for character meet and greets. Biggest news story out of Disney this week probably is that Disney Genie was uh, given a release date for October 19th. This is the portion, uh, well, Disney Genie software, yes, but also Disney Genie Plus, which is the Lightning Lane replacing FastPass. It'll be $15 per ticket per day. And the caveat with this is that you can only use them one at a time and two per day. And a ride can't be the same ride twice. So if you use it for Peter Pan's flight and then Haunted Mansion and then you want to use another one, it can't be Peter Pan's flight again. But Disney Genie launching this quickly is such an amazing announcement. Another amazing announcement that came out of Disney this week is that guests can now give compliments to cast members via the My Disney Experience app. This is something that has been needed for so long, a way to um, shout out and appreciate all of our cast members that work so hard to create magic for us every single day. And I'm so excited that it's easier than ever now to let Disney know how amazing these cast members really are. One of the craziest things that happened to be announced this week is that Alexa will be in every room at each Disney resort in 2022. It will be called Hey Disney, but it will be run by Alexa Software, and you'll be able to ask Hey Disney, Disney trivia, bus info, park info. You can make room requests like bring me a new blanket or we need more towels all sorts of stuff like that, character interactions. The software is crazy. And it's just another thing that Disney is doing to revolutionize our experiences at their properties. Moving on to Hollywood Studios, Indiana Jones Stunt Show is coming back. Its official reopening date is December 19th. I'm super excited to have this show back. It is one of my favorites. So if you haven't seen it and you will be heading to Disney property after December 19th, be sure to check it out. 
Last week, Disney announced a new interactive magic band called Magic Band Plus. It will light up, vibrate, and interact based on where guests are in the park. They will also interact with 50th statues, light up to complement the fireworks show, and interact with Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser two-day immersive experience. Exciting news in the Disney film front, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have come to an agreement on the lawsuit for Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson did put out a statement claiming that she was excited for her partnership to continue with Disney in the future, which made fans speculate. And then this week we did get a confirmation that her role in the Tower of Terror film is back up and running. So we're very excited for more ScarJo in our lives and for the Tower of Terror film. Universal Orlando announced that Mardi Gras is coming back. The dates will be February 6th through April 24th. And another exciting thing about Mardi Gras is that the parade is actually returning this season. Mardi Gras is, of course, one of our favorite times here in this household since I am from Louisiana. It's so nice to have a little snippet of home at Universal Studios. And it's such a fun party and festival. If you've never been, definitely Put it on your priority list. Some sad news out of Universal Orlando is that they are actually permanently closing the Shrek 4D attraction in January 2022. No announcement yet of what will replace it, but it is actually kind of sad because it's one of the first rides that I can remember riding as a kid. So last news story of this week is, of course, ending on our our basic section of the news. And this is a slam dunk, let me tell you. It has been six years since, honestly, our lives went dark. And after six long years, Adele is back. The singer announced that she is dropping a new single on October 15th, which when you are listening to this on Wednesday... That will be Friday, so everybody tune in for the new Adele song. I have missed her buttery smooth voice, and I'm so excited about new Adele music. So short and sweet news broadcast this week, but I am super excited for all of these announcements. Um, A lot of them are very exciting new things that we've been waiting for, Um, but I'm also very excited for you to meet our guest this episode, Gabriella. I had the best time talking with her and hanging out and listening to her story, and I'm so excited for you to hear it. So at the end of this episode, if you loved it, please consider sharing it with someone that you think will also love it and would also love just the podcast in general. That would help us out so, so much. But without further ado, Gabriella's interview right after our quick break. Gabriella, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. Well, I, obviously, I'm so excited. We connected on Instagram, um, and that is because you take the most beautiful photos oh, ever. Um, and I'm just really excited that we actually get to meet in person. I know. I feel like I've known you for months now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that literally just warms my heart so much. And I feel like that's what like Disney and the Disney community, especially in like the creator space does is that it's just such an easy and quick way to like find your people. Oh, for sure. You know, cause yeah. you're like, obviously we have everything in common. Yeah. Like, 
you go to Disney and take photos, best friend alert. (laughs) (laughs) So um, tell us a little bit about yourself and just generic info that we have to know about Gabriella. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my name is Gabriella. I'm 25 years old. Um, I'm over in the Hunter's Creek area, so not too far from the bubble. Have to have Disney in my backyard. Obviously. <laughs> um, I'm a dog mom. I love, love my Bella that. girl. <laughs> what kind of dog? She's a lab beagle mix. Yeah, oh, she's adorable. Dead. Love oh of my, my life. Gosh. Yeah. So um, yeah, I moved here a little over a year ago. I'm originally from Georgia. Um, hometown was very very small. Um, went to the University of Georgia where I studied photojournalism. Um, decided to do the Disney College program right after graduation. And very cool. Yeah, <laughs> loved that. It was definitely an experience, very hard, but very humbling. Um, and then went back home to just do a regular desk job. Decided life's too short. I can't do this anymore. Quit. Two weeks before COVID, that was very interesting. Oh my but- <laughs> gosh, the timing. Yeah, so that it worked out in the end, obviously. And so it took a little longer to get down here, but I'm here. I'm happy. I'm doing what I love, you know, taking pictures and meeting new people every day. It's been great. Oh my gosh, that's that literally is like such a heartwarming story. Um, so Hogwarts House, let's discuss this because your answer quite surprised me (laughs) when you emailed it back to me. Um, What is your Hogwarts house? I've been told that it's Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. I've never seen Harry Potter. Don't hate me. How? I just, I would never hate you, but I'm just so baffled that you've gone this long with, like, honestly, quite impressed. Like, I will say that. I'm pretty impressed that you've gone this long without seeing them. I don't even know... Like, there's not a story behind it. It's just one of those things that I've never really gotten into. And Mm -hmm. so I've never been pushed or drawn to watch the movies or read the books. And there's always been something before it, usually Disney. Um, I mean, fair. (laughs) And so I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, It's on my list. Okay, that's fair. So So, follow-up question on that. I, I know that in this community, people tend to have, like, a nerdy fandom that they prioritize. Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, those are like always the trifecta to me. Like you're either like one or the other, you know? Is that your case? Like do you prefer like a nerdy, another nerdy fandom over Harry Potter? I actually had, I hadn't seen the Star Wars movies until quarantine. Um, my sister actually, Christina, she <laughs> she forced me to watch them because the new one was coming I out mean, in fair, theaters. Christina. Yeah. I support that. <laughs> yeah, and you know... Thank you, honestly, because it's been great. Um, loving it. Love it. Honestly, like going to Galaxy's Edge for the first time was yeah. just shocking and crying, you know, right. the whole time. And um, so, yeah, I think I'd fall more under that category. The Star rather Wars category. Than, yeah, rather than Harry Potter. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. See, there's always, I don't know, I feel like you always, of the three, there are some other like Star Trek, you know, but I feel like they're more not as common. Um but no, that's fair. We we're Star Wars yeah. oh, stands in this house as well, so you're in good company. Good, good. So did you go to Galaxy's Edge before or after you saw the franchise? After. Oh, after. okay. So, they so that's good. Opened, so you got yeah. like the full oh yeah experience of like knowing what everything was. And, yes. Oh, it I, was love magical. It was I love that. Magical. I love that for you. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Um, so back to Disney, your first love. 
Favorite Disney film and why? Meet the Robinsons, hands down. I love that. Not oh my gosh, you're like not a lot of people say that. No, it's so underrated. It really is. I love it so much. Okay, so why? Okay, so it's just the whole idea behind it. It's the fact that like little Lewis is just so passionate about you know inventing and you know he pushes and pushes through everything. He's got all of these you know troubles coming his way and he just keeps continuing to push through the whole you know keep moving forward that's yeah the whole mo- what the whole movie is about yeah um and then you have obviously the funny family involved in it and all the funny jokes that you don't get until you're older right and, you know the dinosaur and the you know the bowler hat and <laughs> goob it's just everything about it is just so fun and it's like my go-to comfort movie i love it so much i love that that is your favorite disney movie i feel like not a lot of people like respect that movie as much as they should it really is like so underrated um and I think the like adult humor is probably the most fun thing about loving Disney as an adult because you rewatch things that you loved as a kid and you're like this is hilarious like I did not catch on to these jokes at all whatsoever because they just went straight over my head and now is like a 20 something year old I'm like that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> what this is so funny I love that I love that you love Meet the Robinsons we're gonna move on to a section that we call the lightning bolt round it's a Harry Potter reference <laughs> <laughs> um but basically it's just a normal lightning round we have Disney questions of all sorts and we're just gonna put a timer on and just see what pops into your head in those two minutes. Cool? All right. I'm okay, ready. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Do we have two minutes on the clock? Okay. Are we ready? Which classic Disney princess lived in Bavaria? I have no idea. No? No idea. Do you want to guess a princess? Bavaria? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm afraid to guess because I no, don't, don't be be wrong. To guess. <laughs> don't be afraid to guess. Do you want to guess or do you want to skip? Can I pass? Yep, you can pass. <laughs> Um, favorite Pixar film? Oh, is Up Pixar? Yes. Okay, okay, Up for sure. Um, who was the only Disney main character who didn't talk throughout the entire film? You're like getting all the trivial ones. Oh I'm so my sorry. gosh. I'm like, maybe I'm not a real Disney fan. I don't know any no, of these. That is not true. <laughs> do you want to guess or do you want to pass? Can you read the question again? <laughs> yes. Who was the only Disney main character who didn't talk throughout the entire film? I have no idea. Okay. I'm we're, blinking. We're I have pass. to know the answer to that one. It's though. Dumbo. Oh, yes. you know what? Well, I know. I have when not seen Dumbo an- since oh, I was like a kid. Okay. So that's well, then why. There you go. Um, favorite sidekick? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to have to go with Pip from Enchanted. Fair. Love that. That's a good one. (laughs) Favorite love song? Oh, my goodness. Probably Kiss the Girl. It's a classic. Also solid. Um, HP question. (laughs) (laughs) Which Disney princess has the least number of lines throughout the entire film? And can you guess how many? I'm going to guess... Aurora. Yep, correct. Because she does not have like she any was lines. sleeping the entire time. <laughs> I don't know how many lines, but very few. 18. Wow. 18 lines. Um, another trivia. Let's give you a break. 
Oh, okay. Last that was one. So quick. <laughs> I know. Last one. Favorite villain. Ooh. Does Goob count? Yeah, absolutely. I love him. He's great. Why do you love him? <laughs> He's just so goofy and funny and clumsy. And the fact that like, I don't know, he kind of turns his life around in the end and it's just so heartwarming and he tries his best as a villain but really he's just not and I yeah. think that's the funniest part <laughs> yeah for sure for sure I love that um okay so let's talk about just why you love Disney so much um why is Disney special to you and just kind of your personal journey and story with how you got here in the Disney creator space yeah okay so um I don't really remember the first time that I went to Disney. I know, like, obviously we have, you know, home videos and pictures and stuff, but the one that I remember the most was back in 2016. My sister Christina and I went as, like, a graduation gift for each other. Oh, like, I that's waited. Because so she's two years old, two years younger than me. And so I waited until she graduated high school and so we could go together that summer. Um, and that was kind of the first time that. I don't know, my eyes opened up to the world of Disney and just the people and the sounds and the smells and just everything involved. And that trip was the moment I realized, okay, I have to be involved somehow. Like Mm. I, this is such a big love of mine now that I have to somehow make it a part of my everyday life. And so that's kind of what started it all. Mm -hmm. I have this obviously huge passion for photography and knew that I wanted to somehow incorporate that into you know, my other loves in my life, my hobbies, that kind of thing. Um, and so I did the Disney college program after my college graduation in 2018. Um, shout out to Cosmic Rays. <laughs> it's a crazy Stop. place. Stop. You worked at Cosmic Rays. I did. I was I a space ranger. I am such a Cosmic Rays stan. Are you really? Oh my gosh. I feel like I always choose to eat there when we're at, I'm like, we got to. Is, is it a Magic Kingdom day if you don't eat lunch at Cosmic Rays? You know, that's a good question. That is a good question. I love that you worked there. That makes my heart so yeah. happy. <laughs> it was it was honestly great. I mean, it obviously it's just like any other job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. It's tough. There's, you know, so many moving parts to it and you don't really get a moment to kind of stop and breathe, especially yeah. like I did the fall 2018 program and so it was the holiday season oh my gosh craziness brutal and um but at the end of the day I don't regret it Mm -hmm. if somebody asks me oh should I do you know I'm thinking about the college program do it do it if you don't like it at least you know you did it Mm -hmm. if you do you I mean I walked away with friends for a lifetime yeah I still talk to all my girls um from that program and um yeah so I did that first semester Decided to go back home. Um, I was missing family a little too much back in Georgia. And so went home and tried that for a little bit um, and decided I, I just couldn't do it. Disney was too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made some plans, decided I was going to make the big move, did it. And it was honestly very like, it was tough. You know, I'm moving away from my family again, moving away from all my friends starting this new life completely, have to find a new job. You know, my, you know, clients were all in Georgia. Yeah. And so I had to start that completely over, create a new portfolio and wasn't really sure if it was all going to, you know, plan out the way that I had envisioned in my brain. I moved down. I touched base with some um, local creators, like Mm -hmm. influencers, people involved in the Disney community 
during this was during COVID, so it was still a little tough to kind of get in touch with people. Nobody right. wanted to go anywhere. Build relationships. Yeah. yeah, and you know, photo shoots were not something that people really were thinking about, and you know a time like this and so I reached out to a couple just kind of seeing like hey would you be interested in you know doing something for my portfolio obviously you can use the photos that kind of thing um and a couple reached back to me and that's where it kind of started and Mm -hmm. that excitement started building and I thought okay I can actually do this like this Mm -hmm. is happening um and then Amanda who was one of the influencers that reached out to me like got back to me amanda in orlando amanda in orlando love her. she's precious if you want to be on the pod would love that yes thank girl, you do it <laughs> so we're sister in light love you so much <laughs> she's precious oh my gosh the sweetest human being ever she w- started working with this um, boutique called nostalgics mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure you've heard of it yes absolutely she's growing rapidly yeah and their um, stuff is so cute it is it's, it's so cute. It's perfect for the parks. Yes. Um, even outside of the parks. Like, I wore one of her sweaters in New York last time I was there, and it's just it's just really good. But she, um, Liz, the owner of Nostalgics, was looking for a photographer, and so Amanda actually recommended me mm-hmm. um, to her, and then things just kept growing and growing and growing. Started working with Nostalgics. It's been a blast. We have photo shoots every week. Um, on top of that, you know, doing creative things like this, like you inviting me to come on your podcast, like how cool is that? It's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, and so just a lot of really cool things happening, getting to explore Orlando more, making some new friends, getting, you know, getting to hang out with the friends that I had on my program mm-hmm. because since I moved back down here, that's always, you know, are there so a lot good. of them here? There's a few. Yeah. Awesome. A few that either left and came back mm-hmm. or they just never left. Um, which is just so cool just to, you know, be able to hang out with them again. Yeah, like, The good old days. Yeah. And, yeah. So I created this um, subscription package kind of deal um, for um, creators looking for monthly photo shoots. That is such a good idea. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. I It took me a while to kind of figure out like the details behind it and how exactly I was going to advertise it, yeah. who I wanted to work with. Yeah. Um, and realized oh my gosh, this is my opportunity to bring Disney and my photography skills together. together. And so I deal right now with um, obviously the boutique Nostalgics and then I also work with Magical Dun Mama, who's also precious. She is so precious. Oh my gosh, love her. And um, yeah, so I work with influencers to give them like a monthly photo shoot subscription package. For, it's like a yearly subscription package. That is such um, a good idea. Thank you. Yeah. And so it's just an opportunity for them to realize, well, obviously, like, they need they need photos for their yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that they can use on their website. Yep. They can work with, you know, if they have a collaboration they need to work on, it gets them those professional photos that they need. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so um, it's just been – it's been awesome. I love being able to work with other creators and just to share that passion because they know the hard work that goes into the behind the scenes mm-hmm. and – you know, it's just something that, you know, another thing we have in common besides yeah. Disney and then throw Disney on top of that. It's like, all right, this is perfect. It's like <laughs> such a good like foundation to build friendships on because we've had like I've had friends in the creator space who has worked like photographing influencers. Um, and sometimes, you know, if it's just like a, you know, like a normal fashion blogger or something like that, you know, you might not have like your only relationship is just professional 
because their style could be different or, you know, their blog could be about something that doesn't really relate to you. But that's so awesome that you've tapped into a community that you are just as emotionally invested in as you are professionally and as they are professionally. Um, And I think that's so cool that you've found a problem that they've had. Like, yes, I need a way to guarantee I'm getting good professional quality photos because that's their livelihood. And you've built something that is so like such a necessity to them, but is a way to sustain you as well. That's so awesome. So you do this completely full time. Not completely full time. Okay. Not yet. But That's you're working to it. I am. I'm almost I there. I think you're so close to being there. <laughs> I'm honestly, it's been kind of a struggle. So I'm also a nanny. Oh, cool. Um, my other passion is children. I I love children. I love working with them. Um, I've worked with them since I was probably a freshman in high school, it's just been something else that I've been passionate about. Um, Study human development in college. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so I um, found this really, really sweet family when I moved down here last year. So I've been working for them for almost a year now, and it's a sweet little boy. He is precious. I love him to death. And I'm, like, having a hard time letting go. And so I chose not to. And so I'm just working it into my schedule. I'm Mm -hmm. making sure I'm not overscheduling myself. That way I get to spend that time with him, have fun with him, watch him grow, Mm -hmm. but then also have that photography and that Disney. And so it's just all of my passions have come together at once and it's fantastic. I love that. That's such a good place to be, like especially hearing you say like a thing that drove you was just being in that like not dead end job, but just like the job that wasn't feeding you, you know, maybe not highlighting the passions that you have and now you're surrounding yourself with things that you can live off of but like that feed your soul at the same time for sure I love that that makes my heart so happy (laughs) one question that I have because I've had a couple friends do the DCP and I I'm just always interested to hear their answer um do you think being backstage has altered your love or perception of Disney in any way, shape, or form, either positively or negatively? Okay, so that's a very good question. (laughs) Um, It's one that we get often. Like, anytime somebody, it's like, well, how do you feel now? Like, obviously, I'm back at Disney now. I'm not working for them, but I'm playing in the parks Mm -hmm. like a regular guest. And, um, and, but I know, like, what goes on behind the scenes now. Yeah. And anytime this question is brought up, I feel like it's so important to talk about how important the cast members are. Oh, 1,000%. It's something that you don't really think about when you're just kind of playing in the parks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they help you, you know, the ones that you see, they help make your food. Oh, you know, you're buying this piece of merchandise. Um, Oh, I see the, you know, custodial working, you know, they'll draw the little water paintings of Mickey and Goofy on the concrete and stuff. Um, But it's kind of passive. It's not really something that you think about, oh my gosh, these are actual human beings. They are the reason this park is open. Yeah. And that's something and thriving. Yeah. And magical. Magical. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's something that um, was definitely, it was more heightened, like a sense that was more heightened after working there. Mm. Because after you have experienced how hard it is to keep a park like that running, no matter which park it is. I mean, obviously I was in Magic Kingdom. I, you know, I think that it's super busy, but yeah. now Hollywood Studios has Galaxy's Edge. I mean, when you Slam. go back, even I think they posted on social media the photos of like the opening team 
that alone, I mean, just look at those faces. Yeah. There's so many. And that's going back to that question. It's the one thing that sticks with me from the program. So yeah, like obviously you see things that like wouldn't be so magical behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. Um, It was different the first time that I went back to the parks. The magic felt a little different, but it wasn't altered. It was more of like an additional, okay, I have a better understanding of what's going on here. Right. I know how hard these people worked on this fireworks show. Right. You know, it just adds that like emotional attachment to specific things. One of them for me being Happily Ever After. I mean, that was, we listened to that every night. They played, I know. I know. RIP. I'm still not over it. (laughs) Just pretending it's still going on forever. (laughs) It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're we're all fine. Everything's fine. We'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they actually used to play Happily Ever After over the speakers. And so we would know that that would be like, okay, we got to get ready for closing time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would listen to it every single night. And so that right there is just so nostalgic for me. Right. Hearing that music and knowing that like I'm working with my good friends and, you know, and then get to go play in the parks on my days off. It's just, it's so great. Yeah. I'm going back to the question that you asked me <laughs> that I would have to say the cast members. It's, it's something that I try to tell anybody that comes to visit me, any of my like friends or family, I kind of talk about like, look at what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Look, come and watch this fireworks show and think about the amount of hands that have mm-hmm. touched this project. Yeah. Because you, this place cannot be run without the people and the people have to be appreciated. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred percent. Um, so what, which park would you say is your favorite? That's a tough one. I obviously have a love for Magic Kingdom because Uh I worked there. Right. Um, Tomorrowland specifically, it just holds a special place in my heart. Going back to Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was such like the perfect land for you to be put in. Yes. That makes my heart so happy. Yes. Loved it. Um, but Animal Kingdom, I don't know. I feel like is up there way past all of the other parks. That's fair. Yeah. I, there's just something about it. It's the fact that it's a little more, it's calmer. Mm-hmm. It's less Disney in your face. It's yeah. more like getting to know animals and getting to learn something new and obviously the coasters and then now Pandora. Are you kidding? I know. <laughs> I know. That's Jonathan's favorite. Um, and I took him to Satuli Canteen for the first time ever in his life the other day. And I was like, Chef's I will kiss. never love more food in my life than so I good. love the food here. <laughs> it's, it's so it's good. It's untouchable. It's so good. hundred percent. I My follow-up question was going to be, because I've heard from so many Like, I debated on doing the DCP for so long, and a ton of my friends were like, don't work in your favorite park because you kind of, you know, your innocence kind of gets taken away from that, you know, and it's a little bit less magical. But um, I was going to ask if that kind of happened with you, but you already answered that Yeah, you just love it so much and you love Tomorrowland so much because of the experiences that Mm -hmm. you had at Cosmic Rays. It's definitely different going back into Cosmic Rays, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of impossible for me to go in and just sit down at a table and eat without watching the cast members, looking for a familiar face. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had Sunny Eclipse's seven songs memorized, you know, running through my head while while I'm sleeping. A thousand percent. Oh, my gosh. So that is definitely – that specifically is Cosmic Rays specifically is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that it's altered – the magic 
at all. I think it just gives it more of like a sense of comfort. It's like yeah. a warm blanket. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's I because I was kind of worried and nervous about that too. You know, going through such a tough program. Mm-hmm. How how am I going to come out in the end? You know, how is this going to look? Am I going to be able to just play in the parks like a regular guest now? Right. Um, but it's definitely still magical. There's so many moments that, you know, even there's things that you don't see. And then every single time you go, you see something different Mm -hmm. and it's just so cool. Oh, that makes my heart so happy to hear that you feel that way. Um, so why do you think Disney is so important to so many different people? Like people who probably don't have anything else in common and yet we share this one huge thread in some way shape or form that it can bring us all together at these parks and we all you know in a time that is so divisive um yet we can you know all watch happily ever after and literally cry next to each other when in reality we probably wouldn't get a cup of coffee with each other yeah yeah um I think there's a couple different answers to that question, starting with that level of comfort that it mm-hmm. gives people. Um, I It just goes back to, I mean, when I was a kid, we watched Disney movies. You know, we had everything Disney, all the Barbie dolls, all the, you know, the princess dresses and everything. We were very fortunate to be able to play dress up as Ariel and Belle and um, it just, I don't know, those movies just give a sense of nostalgia and comfort that when you want to, um, experience those emotions, mm-hmm. you just turn on that movie and they all come running back to you. Um, and so being able to sit at home watching those movies and then go to this place surrounded by all these people who love the same thing as you is just so powerful and the energy there is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that, is untouchable like you can't copy that and paste it into another park yeah obviously like I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan and so I don't know how that would interpret with other places Mm -hmm. but specifically Disney is it's it's magical there's no other word for it besides magic yeah um but then also I you know especially nowadays I don't know what it is I think it's just because because of quarantine we're more on the internet now Mm -hmm. um even if you weren't you are now and one of the things that's like really big is judging Disney adults. And I mean, it's huge. I don't yeah. specifically TikTok. I don't know what it is, but anytime I see just even someone my age, you know, dressed up with their ears going to play in the parks and there's just such a judgment behind it. Um, and it's kind of sad because yeah. I kind of wish that I could like take that commenter's hand and kind of pull them into the parks and be like, look at this. Right. This is why people love it so much. You know, you have the the music in the background that you would – I mean, people – I used to listen to it when I was studying because of oh, that comfort. And then the smells. I mean, the smells and the rides and then the specific foods like Casey's Corner and Satuli Canteen and then just the the, you know, the fireworks shows, the rides, everything that goes into it. But like you said, it's something that we all have in common. So going there, I feel comfortable crying in front of a castle surrounded by hundreds of people because I know I'm not being judged no matter how old I am. Right. It's everyone goes back to being a kid. Mm -hmm. And that's what Walt wanted. You know, he wanted everyone to be able to play in the parks as if they were a child again. 
Um, and just being able to do it surrounded by people who share the same interests as you, knowing that, you know, you're not being judged for it is incredible. I mean, I would want to go there every day if I could. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I know you touched on Walt. And I just wanted to circle back to your answer that you put on the little email questionnaire, because it was that was such like a honestly like a magical moment for me just reading that response because I'm like exactly like anybody involved in the Disney community I feel like is going to hear your answer and just be like 1000% I feel the exact same way so do you want to just touch on that a little bit yeah um I I Walt holds obviously it holds a, a special place in everyone's hearts but I don't know what it is I think it's just the idea that he did not let anything come in his way. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be related to everyone, everyone's life, no matter what the struggles you're going through. If you have this goal in mind, you have this dream, go for it. What is stopping you? You know, even if you get held back. I mean, we went through a, we're still in the middle of yeah. going through a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and still, I mean, people are finding ways to push through. People are quitting their jobs and starting these dreams that they never thought were possible. Obviously, a pandemic is kind of, you know, upsetting and sad that it had to happen. And that had to be the push that got people through. Yeah. But going back to Walt, I mean, the struggles that he went through and he, you know, somebody would tell him no and he'd say, okay, I'll find another way. That's fine. I'll find another way. (laughs) <laughs> just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- just the fact that he has touched so many lives. And if he decided to sit down and after somebody told him no and say, okay, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe I'm just, I just won't do this. Where would we be? I know. Where- <laughs> That's like such a sad thought to think about. It is, but it's also so powerful because yeah. anybody can look at that and be like, okay, maybe I can follow my dreams. Maybe I can go sing on Broadway. Maybe I will go to that audition. Maybe I will go sit in that interview and pretend like I know every single thing of what's going on, you know, and just put it out there. And I think that's so important for people to keep in mind when going through life. Life is too short. Mm-hmm. Life is too short. Yeah. Um, and it's it's too short to stop and sit on the couch and think, I'm not, I'm not going to do what I wanted to do today because I just don't have the confidence to do Mm. it. Or somebody told me I wouldn't be great at this, so I'm just not going to do it. You got to push through. Yeah. Push through. Keep moving forward. Going back to my favorite movie. Um, It's a message that I think we can all follow. And Walt is a great example of dreams coming true. And yeah, I I get speechless every time I talk about it because it's so powerful and that is that is the push and the motivation that I have in everyday life even when it comes to friendships, family, you know, everyday life with work. What am I going to eat for dinner tonight? It's always going to be positive, something mm-hmm. that I'm pushing driven to do. Um basically don't let anything stand in the way. If somebody tells you no, find another way, just like Walt did. Gabriella came to preach today, guys. <laughs> she came. She brought it. Because um, I'm, like, feeling so motivated. I'm like, you're right. Let's do the laundry. Let's, let's do, do it, it today. <laughs> let's go out and do it. Um, so final question, just to wrap everything up. We are called Bibbidi Boppity Basics. We celebrate Disney and Harry Potter, of course. But we also just celebrate the fact that we are 
living our best basic lives here on the podcast. So what is the most basic thing you think you've ever done? Oh my gosh. I think there's a few basic things okay. that I love to do. Um, I don't even know if they're considered basic. I mean, but if, just like if I mean, they're basic in your heart, then they're basic. Yeah. So uh, when I think of basic, I think of Starbucks first of all, for sure, because it's so popular and everybody loves it. So yeah, I mean, if that's considered basic, I love grabbing like an iced chai tea latte with the vanilla sweet cream cold foam. <laughs> Such from, a basic order. I yeah, love it. Yeah, from this Starbucks on Main Street and just walk down Main Street, hang out on the hub grass, um, be that person that I'm always that person with my friends where if they want a picture, we're doing it. We're staying here for 20 minutes until you get the picture that you envisioned in your brain because I know how it feels. Even if you are embarrassed, jump, scream, dance, sing, whatever you need to do to make that moment happen so you can remember it forever, we're doing it. There's no questions asked. Like, I love it's that. I feel like everybody needs a friend like that. I, I, I agree. Because it's I so, agree. especially like just going off of what you were saying, like Disney adults get judged so hard. So it's so intimidating to go into the park surrounded by so many people and just like be that like, like drop those inhibitions. Yes. Um, And so I love that your friends have – you just like sitting there cheering them on being like no who cares yes honestly get that photo in front of the bubblegum wall exactly you know yes I love that (laughs) I absolutely love that um Gabriella thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you for having me this was so much fun it was absolutely so much fun I just love everything that you had to say today and I feel like so many people are going to listen to this episode and really resonate with it. So thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you. And um, if you want to find all of Gabriella's social media, they are going to be in the show notes and the description box. So be sure that you check her out. She takes absolutely gorgeous photos. So if you're in the Orlando area, be sure to reach out to her, um, especially with that subscription service. That's like such a, I'm, I, that blew my mind. That's such a good idea. So thank you so much for being on the pod, Gabriella. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow the pod and let me know what you thought of today's episode. All of our links are in the show notes and description box down below. And if you're listening to today's episode, please give us a rate and review. And don't forget to include your Instagram handle to be featured as our basic of the week. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and ring the notification bell. I upload new episodes on Wednesday and other videos for more Magic Mondays. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Until then, basics, stay magical.